stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Right, welcome to this hour of the program. Rob Brigginridge with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, clearly, with regard to the Coots border crossing blockade situation, there, there's some concerning elements to that. Now, to be clear, uh, there were different elements to all of these protests. In fact, there was a much bigger, and, and I think you could argue probably a much more peaceful uh, protest demonstration happening near Milk River. The situation at Coots, though, was different. And even within that group of coots, uh, there were some more hardcore and militant elements, as we saw this week with these RCMP arrests, 13 individuals arrested. Four of them are charged with conspiracy to murder, a plot that allegedly involved targeting RCMP officers. So as the RCMP have said, this threat was very serious. We've also got this story today, exclusive to Global News. A covert operation conducted by an Edmonton security firm determined some protesters occupying the Coots border had become so emboldened by their success, they discussed blocking cargo terminals at airports in an ongoing attempt to force a change of government in Ottawa. Now, this was a security assessment. The firm, led by a well-known and highly regarded security expert in Alberta, Neil, uh, Neil LeMay is his name. Joining us to talk a bit more about what this assessment found, what it tells us about some involved in this uh, blockade near Coots. Very pleased to welcome to the program veteran independent investigative journalist Charles Rusnow, uh, co-authored uh, this story today. You can find it up at uh, globalnews.ca. Charles, great to have you with us here this afternoon. Welcome to the program. Uh, thank you, Rob. Now, Neil LeMay, he used to be the deputy uh, chief Alberta sheriff, I, I believe. He's uh, well-known in, in security circles in Alberta, a real veteran in this area. What, what can you tell us, what more can you tell us about this security assessment that, that his firm was involved in? Um, well, I can tell you that, um, you know, the, 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 the security firm's investigator infiltrated the core group at the Coots border crossing. And as you mentioned this is a much different, smaller group than than the larger one further north up the highway at Milk River. The Milk River group was essentially not organized. They were having a party, um, you know, uh, according to the assessment. So this core group at Coots had about 30 to 35 protesters and their families were there as well. They're a highly organized group. Uh, they had uh, what the investigator found, what appeared to be a leader. He wasn't identified in the assessment. And this leader uh, delegated tasks and directed the group's uh, finances and security. Um, critically, the investigator found that while this protest was supposedly about um, mandatory vaccines for truck truckers and other COVID-19 mandates, they, there were very few truckers there. Instead, uh, this group was, was largely driven by a far-right Christian ideology similar to what we see in the U.S. now. And and I should say that the assessment found that there were Americans among the group, which suggested that they were moving freely across the border. And, um, you know, critically, the, the, uh, the, the assessment said that the group was now was more concerned with, uh, and, and I'll quote here from the assessment, replacing our current democratic system of government with a government that is based upon the principles of the Christian right. So, uh, you, you know, the assessment went on to say that, that in this government, that the, the, the protesters envisioned, and this is a quote, the rule of law would be replaced with the word of God as interpreted through right libertarian ideologies, specifically civil liberties, 
natural law, and the major reversal of the modern welfare state. And as we reported in our story, my colleague Jenny Russell and I, uh, Pastor Tim Stevens, who I think you're familiar with, a Baptist preacher from Calgary, he told the, the group that the Bible likens the state when it is acting in an ungodly manner to, be, to a beast. And uh, the investigator, I should tell you that the, the investigator um, circumvented the, the RCMP had stopped the, the uh, occupiers at Milk River from going south to Coots, and they had a blockade set up at Milk River. So the investigator circumvented this, um, this blockade by driving the back roads and then, and then got in with the group in, in, in Coots. So anyway, uh, I'll just quote a bit. The, the investigator shot a video uh, while he was with this group in Coots. And um, one of the things that, that Pastor Stevens said was, we have all forgotten as a country that freedoms are founded upon the supremacy of God in the rule of law, and not just the rule of any law, but the rule of the law, the word of God. So, uh, you know, I should say that Stevens told protesters that they should remain peaceful, but stand firm and abide by the law of God, that is higher than our government. Now, I have to stress that there's no evidence that, that Stevens had any involvement in the planning or, or operation of the blockade. Right. So um, I'm not sure if I've answered your question. But <laughs> no, I, I think that that's good. Uh, that's some important information. Now, you know, further to the, the um, not just the organization, but the resources, right? So as you mentioned, it appears as though there was indeed a leader of this group. They're, they're very organized, but they, they did have a lot of resources at their disposal, both financial support, additional resources, even from some companies as well that, that added to that blockade. So what did this report find about the amount of support they were getting? Sure. I mean, they had significant support. The investigator found the blockade was was supported and, and funded by both local people and by wealthy farmers, ranchers, um, and by trucking and construction company owners from from across the province. So not not just from that area, but from other parts of the province. And um, you know, Neil Lemay uh, in in his assessment said they were essentially participating in a proxy protest these supporters were, by providing farm equipment, trucks, and heavy equipment to block Highway 4, which is a key trade route between the U.S. and Alberta. Uh, but they weren't there. These these people left there. I mean, these were half-million-dollar tractors that were left there, and their owners were, were not there. Um, right. The assessment found that goods and supplies, including water, uh, you know, food, fuel, even diapers, were brought into the group on foot or by all-terrain vehicles through through the, you know, there's a myriad of coolie trails around there, so they very hard for the the RCMP to block that off. They had the assessment. Uh, uh, Mr. Lemay said that there was so much food, they were running out of places to put it. Wow. Now, in terms of what else they 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 had planned or they were talking about planning, because you know this this report certainly indicates they were almost surprised by their success, surprised that authorities hadn't moved in to stop them, uh, and they were looking at at what else they might be able to do, talking about possibly even you know taking this blockade approach to to airports, for example. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, as we reported, they were the blockaders were surprised that that the police didn't move against them and they were emboldened by this fact i mean they kept the border closed for a significant amount of time and and uh you know neil lemay said you know his firm has some intelligence that they that they believe to be reliable that 
that suggests the protesters at the Coots blockade discussed targeting cargo and other shipping terminals, you know, uh, uh, you know, of airports across the country. And he said, you know, in the assessment that this would be a natural progression after blocking highway trade routes is to find other ways to, you know, block trade uh, to hamper Canada's economy. Now, what's interesting is this private investigator uh, was able to infiltrate this group. This was just before these arrests occurred and just before then, obviously, this blockade came down. So what what do we know then about what's now maybe becoming of this group? What kind of connection there might be to to these arrests? Do we do we know any more on that side? No, we don't. I mean, we don't know. There's nothing in the assessment that referenced the the arrest. Um, you know, the the assessment did say that that, um, that you know that there was actually no mention of of uh, any violent people there that 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 I saw in the assessment. But it, it's clear from the assessment that these these people who are at Coates, uh, Coots, uh, you know, they have deeply held convinc- uh, convictions. And and Neil Lemay told me that the investigator found that the group was extremely receptive to the message from from Pastor Stevens. And as I mentioned, protesters in the in the, the Coots group had their families there as well, including children. Right. Uh, you know, the firm's investigation concluded some of these protesters, they, they viewed the presence of, of children as a kind of shield from, from law enforcement tactics. And despite, you know, the risk of harm, uh, if police were to move in, they were they were willing to keep their children there. So LeMay said that that there had even been discussions at at the group's headquarters, where mothers had had openly questioned how their their kids, how their children, would react to tear gas uh, when it came, and and what effect it would have on them. So clearly, you know, these people uh, really believe in their cause, and I think it's safe to say that even though the the blockaded Coots has been dismantled. This ideology is now deeply rooted, and and the politicians in Ottawa and and here in Alberta are going to have a you know a very difficult time figuring out how to deal with this movement in the future. So in other words, it's it's not going to go away. It remains to be seen if the federal government's uh, invocation of the Emergency Act will will tamp it down. Uh, will you know will tamp down what you know what some are are calling uh, an insurrectionist movement. Very interesting, very important story, globalnews.ca. Charles Rusnell, thanks so much for joining us here this afternoon. Really appreciate this. All right. You're most welcome, Rob. All the best. That's veteran uh, journalist, independent investigator Charles Rusnell, uh, an exclusive to Global News uh, from Charles and Jenny Russell. Coots blockaders discuss blocking airport cargo terminals according to this private threat assessment. So Neil LeMay is a senior consultant with Global Enterprise Security Risk Management, as mentioned earlier, former deputy chief sheriff in Alberta, a veteran security expert. Now, it wasn't Neil who was the private investigator. And obviously, Neil is not disclosing his client here who requested this security assessment. Uh, they do all kinds of threat and security assessments for governments, private corporations, all of that. Uh, and he's been doing that for many years. So the private investigator working covertly spent about 10 hours uh, with the Coots organizers and their families. Quote, they're absolutely amazed the police haven't taken more enforcement action against them, particularly at the border in Coots. Well, that obviously changed a few days later. We got 13 individuals charged. Four of them remain in custody. 
They are all accused, those four, of conspiracy to murder, allegedly plotted to murder RCMP officers. Chris Carbert, 44, Christopher Lysak, 48, Anthony Olenek, 39, and Jerry Morin, 40. All charged with possession of weapons for a dangerous purpose, mischief over 5,000, of course, the conspiracy to murder charges. Uh, one of them, Christopher Lysak, faces an additional charge of uttering threats. Six more men, three women, facing charges of mischief and unlawful weapons offenses related to the blockade. So this all concerns this smaller, more concentrated group in Kutz. So whatever, to whatever extent there was some overlap here between these individuals who were charged and those who uh, this security assessment uh, speaks of, because nobody's identified by name here, is unclear. But it represents, I think it illustrates just how different that situation around Kutz was and why the RCMP were, were taking it so seriously. Anyway, uh, a lot more to get to here this afternoon. 403-974-8255 is her number. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.